When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Meanwhile, man, I, Lord, just bless me with a house. I, I just need a house. You have a house. Oh, I just want to, I want to be able to do this to this house, and I want to buy this kind of car, and I want to get this vehicle, and now you get the vehicles, and you get this done to the house. Man, I, I sure need to paint this old house, and I need to do this, and I need to change my grass, and I need to put my outdoor kitchen out here. Like, God, here you go. Here you go again. What else now? So every time... You get that thing that you just feel like that's the next thing I need to be satisfied. That's the next thing I need to be pleased. You see that next shiny bell. I gotta go get that. They tried to count me out. I'ma go count me in. Fill up my bank account. Now I got something to spend. And we live. Welcome to the Dear Son Show, where we have meaningful conversations for, we have real-time discussions to get rid of the cliche saying, I wish I knew then what I know now. In real time, we're helping us get up to speed in real time. I'm one of your hosts, James Johnson. D. Johns, your other host. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, brother? What's good? Man, I'm uh, ready for a conversation tonight, man. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, in general, I think I'm good, but yeah, glad we have this check in this yeah. evening. So. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Um, getting right to it, I'm doing well this week. I, you can tell we anxious. Yeah, we <laughs> anxious today. Uh, everything good, the usual. Yeah, business good, school good, family good. Um, but tonight, to to address your point, you just said we're having a a check in conversation tonight, brother. How you doing? What you got going? What's your thoughts on life? What's yeah. your thoughts on processes? What's your thoughts on plans? So, you know, without further ado, we'll get right into it. <laughs> <laughs> What's good with you? What's on, on your mind? On this evening, man, it's um, man, it's a lot, man. I think uh, this week has been different. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the news every day. Yeah. Feel how you feel. But I, I typically don't watch the news. Right. Right. I'm, I'm typically blissfully ignorant to a lot of things. From a news cycle perspective, right? Whether it's entertainment or political issues, but when war happens, not that war is not isn't always happening because there's yeah. always a war somewhere, but it just put me back in the space to being in that environment and where we were as a family when that happened. Yeah. So going to Iraq in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and just being like it's a mindset that comes with that. And, and I wasn't, to be clear, I wasn't participating in fighting. I was a contractor, but still in the war zone. Right. So even considering the safety and the assurances I had being on the military base, it was still dangerous. And meeting the local nationals that were more impacted by the turmoil outside of the base, mm-hmm. I can only imagine how people feel on either side of what's happening in between Israel and Palestine. Right, right, right. I don't know my, I, I, like almost saying I, I'm, I'm grateful. Not only sounds cliche, but dismissive. Yeah. Because what we're presented on the news is probably less than 30% of the reality. Absolutely. And the way that it, um, ignites and fuels disdain and hatred 
because of misinformation. I don't know. I, I think that's what the, I think that's what's hitting me different this week because I've been paying attention to that specifically. Right. So got my mind kind of in a, again, grateful, but like a heartbreaking, broken heartbreak, heartbroken yeah. um, kind of perspective. And I think it's been impacting how I've been living this week. Yeah, yeah, easily. Been distracted. Easily, because it's 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 a lot going on with that. And and I guess to pile on top of that or to compound that issue is our issues here at home as yeah. well. We can't even get a speaker of the house. You know, we we I don't know how familiar, you know, some members of our audience are with the processes of our our system, our lawmaking system, but if we don't have a Speaker of the House, they can't pass any laws. They can't move forward. Everything's stagnant. The Senate can pass anything they want, but it has to go through the House. Well, if there's no Speaker in place, then the House cannot move. Mm -hmm. So now the issue is a lot of the issues or problems we've been sweeping under the rug as a whole, as a country, as a economy, as a fill in the blank. We look the other way because of the lack or the, 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 sometimes we're not aware of, of our control and our power, in my mm. opinion. And what I mean by that is absolutely. We have all of these news channels and, 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 and platforms that blatantly have gotten away from news. You know, everybody has an agenda and they poke fun at the other platform for the agenda that they're pushing Meanwhile, they're all pushing an agenda. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with our politicians, with our, with our legislature. We have the right and the power. If we're informed, there are checks and balances in place to rectify these issues. However, because we are not informed and up to date on these things, we don't know how to ex exercise our rights to fix these things. We can push this stuff forward. We can push some other things forward. You know, uh, and I don't want to get on a soapbox, but... There's a lot of problems. For instance, a lot of people, like you say, they're looking the other way. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Israel and Palestine, they don't have anything to do with here. But actually it does. Mm -hmm. Our president just passed a $100 billion measure, or he's in the process of trying to draw up aid, yeah. $100 billion that'll go over to Israel and uh, Ukraine, if I'm not mistaken. So these things absolutely affect our economy here. There are issues here that have not been addressed. Uh, water supply, famine, yeah. if you will, poverty, food and does it. Food. <laughs> uh, so California passed uh, the. Uh, <laughs> what are they banning? Uh, Skittles. Skittles. You can't and, have Skittles in California. And little bites. And I was thinking, man, all this stuff in our pantry right now. I I'm hoping that things like this trigger our awareness of some of the things that we're kind of letting slide. Yeah. And let make it. Some of the decisions we make, hopefully it alters and changes because our world is on autopilot. Our lives are typically on autopilot to where we're not tapped in enough to put the finger on the pulse. Like, what can I do? Until do devastation think? hits home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah until that, and I think that, I think as we're talking through this, I think part of, um, part of my concern is what is the discussion with the children about this? Right. You don't, you want them to be aware. You don't want them to be fearful. Um, and I, I think I struggle with some of those, like when to have certain conversations. When, when is something that's important to me? Should I make it important to them from a world stage? Right. We do have conversations. Again, we've lived in different parts of the world. So some things, some conversations were forced in terms of how people live differently than what the norm is in the U.S. So they have a perspective of that. With all of the distractions that they have at their fingertips right now, mm -hmm. I don't know how much they care about the world. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying. I do. And it's like, how do you how do you shape that perspective? Part of it is I want them to be able to develop a perspective through their own lived experiences, mm -hmm. but because they don't have to focus on the things that were like the news. I don't know about you, but like I didn't have control of the TV as a child. Right, right. No, no. <laughs> so, no. so my dad had the remote. Right. 
when we actually, I think we got a remote control T when I was about 12. Yeah. <laughs> Before then, I was a remote, come downstairs and <laughs> get the pliers or whatever. But like it was, however your parents wanted to be informed, if you were in the room or in the house, that's how you were informed. Right, right. And now I know that I've gotten away from like the regular conversations, tying them into what my understand, maybe that's what it is, what my understanding of the world is and leaving it to, it's not sounds terrible, but they're being left to their own devices a little bit too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The wealth of information, the availability of information, the speed of information and all that. They can choose to not focus on the things that I'm focusing on. So it's, um, I've been thinking about stuff like that all this week. Like, yeah. what, are, what is the, how am I shaping that worldview? Yeah. And, and that's important because whether they choose to or not, like you said, they always have a phone in their hand yeah. or social media or something. And they're constantly, there's constantly some type of opinion mm -hmm. or viewpoint being flashed before their eyes. I don't, I don't care if it's for 30 seconds, three seconds, 10 seconds, 10 tens. Yeah. You understand? They've, they've seen it. So now if they haven't been exposed to what your idea, and, it, and that's not to say theirs has to match yours, but at least have an exposure of the lineage that I come from, this is how they feel and this is where they stand. And on that note, I, 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 I'm glad I did say that that way. I think we live in, like right now, social media and some other channels, if you will, have made it so easy and popular that people demand, um, I feel like we as a society have fallen in love with the public needs to know my opinion of everything, mm. where I stand, how I stand, what I believe, what's going on in my household, what I'm telling my children, what me and my children believe in. And I don't, I don't care for that movement because it's almost as though if you're attacked, or if someone doesn't agree with the viewpoint of your household, yeah. it's almost like, okay, now I'm going to shift it. You're, you're bringing to yourself and to your household unnecessary pressure and unnecessary ridicule. And, and, and their children, you may can handle it, but perhaps your children cannot. So now someone sees something like us. We're on this platform, right? Someone sees this and they, they happen to know who our children are and they approach them and want to have a, an adult conversation with our children about viewpoints and oh that what your parents are telling you are that's incorrect that's wrong. Mm -hmm. If I didn't share that with you, you wouldn't even know that or be triggered to have that conversation with my child or with me for that matter. I think some things it's important that we do share uh, some ideas with like-minded people and try to get the community to be more responsible. However, there's a thing such as, as, as oversharing. Mm -hmm. And so when we start to say, hey, this is my fundamental view on this and this and this to the public. Well, you haven't had time to really truly instill in your children and your family what your true beliefs and stances are to where now if I share it with the public, the public trying to race and beat me to my kid before I can get him or her strong on the foundation. What do you think about that? Yeah, I was, I'm thinking about that in contrast again to when we were younger, the control of the information flow that our parents had, mm -hmm. right? Even if, even if you had a parent, single parent, two parents that worked around the, around the clock and you were left home, you were left home and maybe to the influence of those in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. There's no boundary on the ability to influence our children. Right. And I know there's probably some some soapbox sitters right now. Well, my children would never, well, chances are you believe that. Right. <laughs> it may not be reality, but. Yeah. Um, one thing that you said about ideals and fundamental beliefs, uh, another piece of that is, I think there's this, like this inherent need to, to defend a belief. Or a fear of defending it so you don't talk about it, right? Because there's, there's a such thing as respecting your choices and your lifestyle and your beliefs, but not agreeing with you. Right. 
You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And for, and for me, a lot of that stuff is like people, people pick and choose platforms or, or um, they build their platform on a bunch of ideals that don't really challenge them. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing for me to, to start a campaign about not smoking cigarettes. Right. I don't smoke cigarettes. Right. right. <laughs> so, so it's easy. Right. So there's a group of people that would like, man, he's really fighting for, you know, people to be healthier or what, what have you. Then there's people that are like, this is my right to smoke. Right. For me, it's that black and white with a lot of things. Yes. I don't agree with you. I respect your right to have this kind of lifestyle. I don't have to agree with you. And that could be okay. It could be okay. But what we get to is if you don't agree with a thing, now you have to defend why you don't agree with the thing. And now there's this, um, you know, you're, you're at war with people that don't think the same way with you. And I, I don't, I don't get that. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, and right. that is also part of the concern with the regularity and the, the, the depth the conversations having with my children, because if I just think that way, mm-hmm. And I'm not giving them fundamental ideals and beliefs. Like what is their, what becomes their foundation? Right. And I'm not saying we don't, I'm just for the sake of conversation. Right. Right. You can go too far one way or the other. And with, I guess with every generation, people care less about fundamentals Mm -hmm. and more about this is my right to X, Y, like you said, fill in the blank. And on that note, I'm (laughs) That ties right into my thought process. <clears throat> the recklessness of not getting something firsthand. And what I mean by that is we'll watch a 30-second clip of a counselor. It could be an actual certified real-life counselor giving you a 30-second clip about a condition mm-hmm. that perhaps a person that they counseled had that actual condition. Mm-hmm. We, as a people, I say we, society loves to take that 30-second clip and build a foundation on it. Mm -hmm. We're weaponizing religion. We're weaponizing religious doctrine. Yeah. We're weaponizing the word phobia. Phobic. If you don't like what I like, you're afraid of it. That's a, a phobia that you have now. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say to me, you have a horseradish phobia. <laughs> or c- cigarette phobia. You have a cigarette phobia. You have a, it's okay to dislike something until it strikes a certain nerve in people. And it's not attacking any group of people mm-hmm. or, or what have you. I just noticed that we're, we're in such competition with each other as a people. It's a different societies. This can go all the way back to Palestine and, and Israel. This can go to America. This can go to other wars, current wars, future wars, Mm -hmm. neighborhood wars, neighbors beefing with each other over disagreement. It is always built on competition. War is about resources. You have a resource or a thing (laughs) that I want want or I want access to. So therefore I'm, I want to, whatever I need to do to eliminate or annihilate you so that I can have that resource. So it's the same (laughs) thing now over here. I don't like that. I don't like what you just did. I don't like what you stand for. I don't like what you're attracted to. That's fine. Yeah. Your opinion of me is not my business. Right. But you chose to share that with me. And now it bothered me so much, I take offense. Yeah. So now here we go. We, we, we at war now. Pick a side. And the onlookers, the peanut gallery, if you will, they feel it's their civil duty. <laughs> I have to pick a side. You got to stand with something. I got to stand with <laughs> something. We're, we're beating sands to death with the stand for something or file for anything. That don't apply to every single issue that presents itself. Yeah, don't say stand for everything. <laughs> we're carried away. I feel like we yeah. are so carried away in life and in society that we're overly sensitive. We're hypersensitive to pick a side. I'm going to defend you or I'm going to attack you. Everything. They've weaponized Symbols of freedom. They've weaponized uh, the police force, the, the 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 local police force here in Mansfield. They have signage and 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 symbols on their vehicles that most people find offensive. 
But because pick a side is such a natural, normal thing, we've normalized. I can't say, hey, I don't agree with what you just said, Mm -hmm. but come on, brother, let's go have a cup of coffee together. If you're a Democrat and I'm a Republican, I can't talk to you. I don't. You're an idiot. Why is it that drastic? We have fundamental differences in what we believe or what we follow or what we chase or what we want to obtain in life. Right. And because you're putting a title on it by design, by design, I can't associate with you. You're an idiot. Wait a minute. I think if. um, Like if, if we if we don't challenge somebody else's belief mm-hmm. or the process of challenging somebody else's belief somehow makes your belief you stronger in your belief <laughs> somehow yeah. right because if 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 I can't figure out why you don't agree with me I might start questioning why I believe what I believe but the moment that I can get you to pick a side or I can be or we can be defensive right. in conversations instead of meeting of the minds and coming to some understanding of your perspective, because that's the thing. I don't, it would be boring for every, it would be boring if we agree with each other all the time. Man. There would be Man. no need for us to have. Man. What's the purpose? As many conversations as we have, but when we start to hear other influences, it doesn't have to shape, it doesn't have to reshape what we believe, but it gives us an expanded perspective. Yeah. Right, it gives you the ability to see things beyond what you've experienced. Absolutely, and that's I think that's a that's a that's a key in life is the collection of experiences, and the the, the more variety in perspective you can have, the more informed your decisions will be, uh, or at least or at least you have a enough information to decide whether you want to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Right. Or you want like, however you want to move. Uh, Cause it's not always about making the perfect decision, but having access to more information than you've experienced, I think is a, is, is a very critical thing. And for me, and I've said it before, I've been closed off to people's and ideals because Partially because I was raised, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and and I get it. Like, as for me and my house, this is what we believe, right? And I think there's value in that, right? As long as you know why you believe what you believe, and stand on it. I think we've become really good at believing a thing, yeah, and passing that on that tradition, tradition. <laughs> passing that tradition on, without actually thinking through and understanding for ourselves why I believe, and that goes for anything, anything, pick. Make the connection. <laughs> yeah. Make the connection. Get the understanding. Again, like we said before, because now when I'm not standing there with you, or if it can be me, I, it doesn't even have to be about our children. If I don't truly know why I believe what I believe, regardless of what that is, that can be I believe that this currency is better than this currency. And if somebody that's truly informed about currencies right. come and try to have a thought-provoking conversation with me about currency. And all I know is some kind of uh, I'm I'm, I'm pride based Mm -hmm. instead of fact based. They're going to eat me alive because all they got to do is throw real true numbers at me and progressions at me. Background history. Do you even know the history of that currency and the the performance it's had in the last three quarters? You just talked all the way over my head. I don't know. All I know is this is this is what's great. Right. Who's standard? Somebody told me. Somebody told me that. One thing from. Um from corporate experience that I used to communicate to my staff was when you come in here, come to the office or you, or you invite me to a problem Mm -hmm. and you explain why you made the decision that you made. The worst thing you can tell me is because so-and-so told me that. Not going, not going to (laughs) work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need you to be able to point to something, even if you misunderstood it. Yeah. Show me that you went to a credible source and you're processing this information firsthand. Yeah. Because yeah. what somebody told you may have been what somebody told them, and you don't even know the root of that thing, right? It's the whole, <laughs> remember the exercise, tell a secret all around the circle, and by the time it gets back to you, it's been changed 15 times. <laughs> it's not It's not even the same two There's people no in the store. Right. So with that, like, um, h- how important is, uh, let me frame it this way. What, what do you, what, when I throw out the term free thinking, mm. 
What's your response to that? My response, I think society right now is too free. Mm. And I know that's going to rattle some cages. Mm. The only reason I feel like society is too free is we're not educated enough. We're not, we're not mentally strong enough. Let me, let me use it that way to truly enjoy and exercise the freedoms that we have, which leads to us abusing those freedoms. Because that's just like if I give my child a car that goes 250 when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details miles per hour and I don't educate him on the dangers of driving that car at 250 miles per hour more often than not he's going to hurt himself or someone else or a mass of people you can apply that to every situation finance money Mm. uh, mortgages interest rates life marriage, parenthood, childhood, because we don't take the time. Officers of the law that don't understand the law and you're responsible for enforcing the law, the very thing that you do not understand. How can you stop me and try to educate me on something you don't have a clear understanding Mm -hmm. of? I was told you're not supposed to be able to do this. So now when I'm quoting penal codes to you about, and you have no understanding of what I'm even talking about, that's a problem. And you feel threatened. And you feel threatened. <laughs> Hence, there's a such thing as being too free. And I think this is a product. A lot of the issues we have right now, inflation is out of control in our economy. Lack of understanding of how money works. Lack of understanding of supply and demand. A lack of understanding of supply and demand will have a $300,000 house selling for $1.2 million because you just don't understand what you're doing. You don't understand that you complaining that this candy bar is $5, but you just bought five of them anyway, because you need five of them for your five children, (laughs) as opposed to you talking to other people and educating each other. If we leave that candy bar there for 30 days, it'll normalize because we have a lack of understanding and we're free to go about and spend and purchase and decide and select at will without the education or the knowledge of the dangers and the threats and the consequences of these decisions, that's too free. So how does that work um, from a world perspective that makes perfect sense? But as I'm even thinking through what I'm saying now, I already feel hypocritical about how it works in the house. At what point do we really promote our children challenging um, information? Especially, especially information that we don't fully understand, but we feel we have a duty to give them some guidance because some guidance is better than no guidance. Right. I think we believe that. I think that's a lot of, that happens a lot in parenting. I'm not going to say every decision is like that. How do you approach those areas in life where you don't have enough information, but you're trying to structure how your children see a certain thing and how they start to understand a view and gain perspective on a thing. I, I pay attention to them demonstrating their level of interest. And what I mean by that is the, the, the complexity, if you will, of the question and what they're willing to and not willing to accept. When I throw, just throw an answer at them. Uh, Bishop is notorious for that. Bishop, I ask a question 
If you just throw him some get out of my face BS, like, what is this? That's a car. Yeah. But wait, 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 wait. And as he digs, okay, well, hold on. So I use that as a measuring tool mm. uh, of you're ready for this deeper conversation. And perhaps I'm like you just said and pointed out, I'm not equipped yeah. for that deeper conversation. More often than not, my wife is. I call her in the room. But I like to get my own understanding as well. So I try to go research it before I respond because I don't want to steer you wrong. Mm -hmm. Because now, if you do have more information about it than I do, I just lost some credibility with you. Yeah. Because now you're like, oh, that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. So now I'm going to go do me some research, dig, and come back. I may even bring you with me. Let's look that up together as opposed to me saying in front of you, I don't know that, son, which is nothing wrong with that. Teaching them, hey, I don't know, but I want to seek the answer is more important than you making up some fictitious right. response that has nothing to do with nothing. You just set that child up for failure in life. Fake it till you make it. Wrong. I don't know. Hey, excuse me, sir, that knows. I don't yeah. know. Could you help, help me and share that with me? So like you said, to your point, sometimes there are questions. It goes back to you don't know what you don't know till you know you don't know it. Right. So if you ask me that, you just helped me realize it's a real thing right now in current events or current life or society that I have no idea. Oh, I don't know enough about this. EFTs. So they asked me to, <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 let's go dig. Right. Let's go talk. So that's important. I'm glad you asked that question because there are issues that they're concerned with the children that it's over my head, man. It really is. I didn't know the Roblox thing was the child version of Metaverse. I had no idea. I had no idea. It's very Metaverse-like. They, they're having conversations. They're having, And I saw, um, I think, mm -hmm. Dream. I think that's the brother's name. He has his own uh, podcast as well, Dream. DreamWorks, I think, is the brother's name. Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, Dream Motivates? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. I've, I've ran into him in a couple of spots. Yeah. Uh, but I saw a conversation he was having with a with a, uh, a person about that very thing. And it's important to know which points out another issue, and I don't want to ramble, to be in touch and in tune with what our kids are being exposed to. Yeah. Because they're giving them tools to be able to be programmers, to be able to use this AI, and we're standing back bucking the system because – Oh, that wasn't in my day. Oh, that has yeah. nothing to do with what I do on a day-to-day. Better get to know it. Where yeah. do you stand with that? Like, how do you feel about some mm. of this technology that's being rolled out? Do you think it's too aggressive? Do you think that you have a clear understanding of it enough or saying, hey, no, kids, let's sit down together and let's look at this thing? Do I think it's too aggressive? I don't know that that's... I understand what you're asking, but I don't even, I don't even see that as... Relevant because it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, what it's, can it's, you do? It's um, it's like ignoring something. It's like choosing to ignore something. What you said last episode about the tool, having the tool, knowing yes. how to use it, and not 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 applying it. It's it's kind of in that vein. Mm -hmm. I accept that we are where we are in the technology shift. Yeah, yeah. I try to stay aware of what the basic functionality is. Because I think there's a value in understanding the functionality of a thing that may help you or alleviate some fear of it. Yeah. Right. People are scared the AI is going to take jobs. I was listening to a, a conversation, um, Diary of a CEO is like one of my favorite podcasts now. And he was talking to um, an enlightened individual. Uh, I believe he's Indian, like country of India and his his um, views on life are heralded and I'll get the information and, and put it in the, in the show notes mm -hmm. of what I'm referencing. But he, a lot of what he was talking about was challenging. Like, why do we challenge some things? It's right. basically because we don't understand it. Right. Like nobody thinks a calculator is um, an unnecessary evil. We welcome not doing long division. Yeah. Right. But yeah. at a time there were people that were more educated than others that could do it more readily. And that was probably their thing. People looked to them for that expertise. Yes. Because they could do all of that. That's brilliant. 
But a calculator doesn't that. We don't think twice about it. We think of what the calculator shortens that allows us to do other things that are more valuable. Yes. So that's how I, I see AI. Now, people are going to pervert it. Right. But that's right, with right. everything. Absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not scared of it in that sense. I am looking at what, what is interesting to my children because they're all dealing with some aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how, what, what they gravitate toward. Right. And they they are positioned like especially the younger children and your younger children. They've only known they've only been their um, shaping of how they see life. Yes. Has always had that as a major ingredient. The norm. Like they can't pick up a phone. And think that it's not going to show them a movie, show them a person, tell them how to get somewhere. Tell them all the information that they ever wanted. But that was that was the Jetsons for us. Yeah, it was. And now the Jetsons is like almost laughable, or right. prophetic. <laughs> However <laughs> you want to look at it. So, I um I'm not scared of AI. Mm-hmm. I am mindful that I'm not, or trying to be more mindful that I'm not allowing too much space and time between those check ins of what are you seeing? Because what you just said, Roblox. I was like, man, I haven't. I know they play it, but it's like Eli nails into um, the uh, Oculus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stepping stone. See, he didn't, he didn't, he jumped up to right. the next level. Baseline. Yeah. And now it's, it's, and so imagine you're aware. You're aware that he had a Roblox phase. You're aware that he's on the Oculus. Think of the parents that's just like, go in your room and go play. Right. They have no idea what level, they don't even know that they're, their children are partaking. They're out in the streets at work saying, I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't, I don't hear him talk about it at all. Meanwhile, he he four levels up. Your kid might be all the way up on uh, Call of Duty by now. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So there's technology rolling out daily. And that sounds cliche, but it's 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 absolutely not. Yeah, and by the time it by the time it hits the uh, the marketplace, it's already old. Already old. Like anything anything that's being sold commercially is old and outdated. Yeah. So the next thing is 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 already is Coming already being formulated. Yeah. yeah. So I um I don't know, man. It, this was like um like like I said again, this week had me kind of real introspective. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. what's uh what's really going on because it's one of those things we talked about it. We talk about offense where you look up, see you've been, you've been in grind mode or you've been focused on the thing and there's different phases. Shouldn't even say different phases. There's, there's phases of focus, but there's different um, areas of your life that get dismissed or get put on a back burner as mm-hmm. you're focusing. It's not always I'm grinding and my kids get less time. I'm grinding and my wife gets less time. It might be um, your self-development is, is put on the back burner. So you're not, you're not becoming the person or growing as the person that you need to be because you're, you're so focused on this material goal oftentimes. Because if you really boil that thing down, that's, and that's the thing, if you really dissect with your day-to-day focus grind, determination, whatever you want to do. If you go down to the most minute element of what you're doing day to day, you may not be doing a lot of the things that you do. Yeah. Yeah. If you really think about it, Mm -hmm. be like, man, that's why a lot of these industries, they're striking. Employees are now realizing their worth and they're knowing, hey, listen, there's no way a study came out this past week. The current mortgage in the United States of America, the average, the average mortgage is 42% of daily working Americans' salary. Mm-hmm. Probably gross. Yeah. yeah. The gross. Mm-hmm. Not even the net. Mm-hmm. 42% of your gross. That means if you gross $4,000 a month. It's taking almost two grand of your gross. 
And you know if you're making four, that's going to bump down to, mm-hmm. what, 28 easily? Think about that. So you just took 18 from your 28. You got $1,000 a month left to live on if you're trying to have a mortgage right now. Of course, industries are striking. Of course, they want to bring it to the attention. You just gave my top, top CEO a $3 billion <laughs> raise. And <laughs> we hadn't had a raise in 12 years. Yeah, It's broken. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of things that we have going on are broken. Barbers are charging $200 for a haircut. If I'm not going to go down that road. Yeah, I mean, but the reality is until people stop paying it, until people stop accepting it, that's yeah. how it is, man. Yeah. We've, uh, we've been fed this, um, this grind culture of trading time for money. And I know that's not, that's not new thought or revolutionary thought that we're introducing here, mm-hmm. but that's how a lot of life is. Um, so a lot of our life isn't even lived. True. <laughs> True. A lot of it is existing, <laughs> worrying, um, complaining, confused, confused, frustrated. And I've been, I've been trying to be more mindful of being still. Yeah. And kind of like call it recentering, readjusting, recalibrating. Like I'm thankful for these things. Yeah. Like how much of life do we miss worrying about life that we can't control? Plenty of it. <laughs> Plenty of it. Think about, think about where you are in your life right now. Think about yourself 10 years ago. Mm. It was brought to my attention that a lot of things that was sought after and prayed for 10 years ago, you have, if not all, at least some of those things today. But you can't even enjoy those things because you're so busy chasing the next things that you want to have in the next 10 years. When does it end? When does the rat race stop? You're constantly chasing chasing, trying to catch the rabbit. Meanwhile, man, I, Lord, just bless me with a house. I, I just need a house. You have a house. Oh, I just want to, I want to be able to do this to this house and I want to buy this kind of car and I want to get this vehicle and now you get the vehicles and you get this done to the house. Man, I, I sure need to paint this old house and I need to do this and I need to change my grass and I need to put my outdoor kitchen out here like, golly, here you go. Here you go again. What else now? So every time you get that thing that you just feel like that's the next thing I need to be satisfied. That's the next thing I need to be pleased. You see that next shiny bell. I got to go get that. I got to go get that. That's one of the other points that the guy, I wish I could remember his name, but it'll definitely be in the show notes. But he was saying as humans, our desires constantly seek to, um, to go beyond our current boundary. Man. Man. You're a worker, you want to be a manager. You're a manager, you want to be an executive, right? You get yeah. the executive, you get the office. Thankful for that office. Then the office becomes too small, yeah. right? You want the corner office. Yeah. Now you want now you want the floor, right? It's like we're constantly, for whatever reason, seeking, like you said, that next thing because we don't know how to enjoy or be satisfied or appreciate the thing that we have. Yep. We think that there's an endless progression of what's next, <laughs> what's next, and what's next. And we miss the actual process of what we're supposed to be gaining, living, enjoying as those things are accumulated yep. in the, due time. The act of checking boxes. We've traded our, our ancestors. Once they had something, they held it. They, they cherished it. It meant something. They made sure the family acknowledged it. Look at this thing we have here. And let's look at this thing daily. Let's enjoy this thing daily. Because we didn't have this yesterday. Yeah, That's another thing that's kind of faded and gone away. Because now we're in the act of actively checking boxes. How many boxes did you check today? Five. Okay, well, you need to check ten tomorrow. Let's talk about these five mm-hmm. that I checked today. And let's look at them. And let's unpack some of them. There's some things in those five boxes that'll help me realize the next 10 that I had in my sights. I already got it right here. I just have to really enjoy it and kind of waddle in it a little bit and realize that some of that 10 not for me anyway. Man. That's hard. I think that's my takeaway is to focus on um, 
applying the right value to the things, not just the, not just the physical things, but the people and the experiences that are in my life right now. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Right now, man. I appreciate the, uh, I need, I needed the, I don't know. It, it was, it wasn't a, a, a topic from the bank that was right. Like there was some things that we could have talked about, but I just like this week has been, and I don't even know how to explain it. It's not a funk, but again, it's just been like real trying to become more self-aware. It's the universe. Trying to become more self-aware. It's the universe, man. I, we, we've been buried into a thousand lies over mm-hmm. these last few generations. Out of that thousand, nine hundred have been exposed. So now, now it's coming a time for us to really, mm-hmm. really seek what do we truly believe in. Yeah. Whatever that looks like in your life. It's time to really, truly seek what you believe in. Mm-hmm. What are your fundamentals and what's important yeah. as far as you, your family, your household, your friends, your circle, your extended family. You're about to find out where people's morals really lie right now. And so that's that's what I think the shift is because it's a lot of people, mm. including myself. My wife hadn't stopped talking about, she she's addicted to the news. She's watching, and she doesn't do that. She watching the news from sunup to sundown. So I agree. Yeah, I got to mind my intake, man, and bounce it. Yeah. Got to do a better job of... Um, of setting that tone, leaving less the chance, being more, being more mindful of, of the signs. Yeah, that's a, that's a call back to the last episode too. Is just hold on, let me let me stop and see what's. Let's dig a little bit right here. See, yes. see, uh, see what's under the surface. So, I think we uh, think it's a good a good time, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just lay it through. Just to wrap things up. Just, you know, be mindful, be intentional, live in the moment. Got my life threatened to grow my hair back and my beard back. It, it's, it's, it's there. It's, it's flourishing. <laughs> it's enough to show that the effort is there. So, yeah. you know, just, just tap into something outside of yourself. You know, everything, not everything we're doing is for ourselves. So, you know, take, take the time to please somebody that care about you. <laughs> Ooh. Like that? Ooh. That's relevant today. I won't go into it. Yeah, yeah. That's relevant today. Shout out to the huge. Um, love Keisha J. Yeah. I should have had the uh candle. Now the candles are in here, but the room spray. Ooh. Room spray, uh, room spray going nuts. Listen. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> room spray going nuts. Hey, hey, hey. Uh it's getting a little closer on that thing that we talked about last episode. Dialing in. How that's supposed to come on now. How that's supposed to be. Come on now. Now, I can't tell y'all yet, but I know. Yeah. But when yeah. it come, it's, yeah. worth, it's, it's, it's worth listening to. Yeah. Salute to Flexion. Flexion. And all flexion. the things. We, we, we pushing. Uh, we live. We went live. At the time of this recording, we went live last week. Yeah. In El Paso, Texas. Uh, we're live there um, as an affiliate. Um, high level treatment there as well. Here, we just... I don't like to talk too much too soon, but we just submitted our final documents and documentation to where we're going to be located in Fort Worth. Um, at the time of this recording, I would say two weeks. So that's almost right now. Yeah. Clock. <laughs> so, yeah so, so before the end of this year, we'll be in at least three locations. Uh, up running and functioning like live so very dope you know very dope and we we keep highlighting these things as motivation and accountability yes. so um, yes and it's our show <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. there's that I think that's gonna do it um, we appreciate you guys God bless you peace peace they tried to count me out I'ma gonna count me in fill up my bank account now I got something to spend
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.